So now we're back. Hey, we're back. Ah, uh, shit. What's the date, guys? Um, it's the 22nd. It's the 22nd of March, and we are under quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> well, not exactly. Uh, I am. I'm so living you're, co- you're quarantined. You've been quarantined. It's self-isolation, I would say. I'm in, I'm in sci-fi, uh, self-isolation. Dustin is in quarantine. No, I'm in self-isolation. Well, you should be in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, but for nothing to do with all this other nonsense. <laughs> We're in self-isolation. Life is crazy. It is, tw- it is 2020, and we are living in the future. By the way, this movie takes place in 2020. Does it? Oh, really? Oh. Yes, it so does. So we have something to look forward to, is what you're saying. Yeah. So at least we're not being invaded by, I don't know, aliens. But did we you are... see that news story about giant wasps in Vancouver? <sighs> yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> Japanese wasps. <laughs> I did not see this. <laughs> it's like, bring it on. What else you got in store yeah. for us? Yeah. So anyway, it's, what's the day, James? Well, it's the 22nd. It's, it's March 22nd. I'm John. This I'm with me as always is James, eight, and Dustin. Hello, and we're still doing a podcast. Trying Things to have yeah. changed. I think we should uh, just uh, talk briefly about what's going on uh, in the world. I think that's only fair. Um, yeah, that yeah. that movie from 2011 nailed it. Yeah. Contagion. Uh, so we are all in. We are in three separate locations. We are not in our normal studio. We're not in the Pink Palace where we normally. Sounds like shit. Uh, we are now in three separate locations. We are in. Uh, we are all at our, our own homes. Uh, Dustin is in. He's in self quarantine, but he's also in. Uh, we will beat him to death in the streets quarantine because he just came <laughs> back from. He's came back from Europe and yeah. being a good citizen and not going out. Uh, James and I are in self-quarantine, just self-distancing. Yes, yeah, social distance shit. Yeah, yeah. Life is crazy. It's a talk- little, little weird. I mean, I think, do you want to talk for a minute about just like what that's like for us? I mean... James, what's that like for you right now? Um, well, you know, I'm still actually going to work during the week. Uh, you for scumbag. Some <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, for my wife and kids, it's uh, I'm sure it's annoying. I mean, I know the, the kids are going crazy. Uh, my oldest daughter, who's going to be eight, is acting like a teenager so, um, that's oh, pretty man. new. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I'll say for me before I go to you, Dustin, because you have the biggest things have changed the most for you over the last couple of weeks. Um, I took. <laughs> funny enough, this coming week is my I took a vacation week. A long time ago, before all this happened. So I'm just happening to 
quarantine on a vacation week. So that's fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> it's a good use of the vacation. Yeah. Uh, I got laid off actually on Friday um, and then rehired at the last second because oh. our, our company got uh, retrofitted to produce hand sanitizer. Oh, distillery um, style. Yeah. So like I'm in the middle of like, li- I am literally in the middle of the shit, like frontline, hopefully doing something good for people. Um, not all heroes wear capes. I'm definitely not a hero. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, uh, don't patronize me. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's my life. Like we're all in the middle of this, in the middle of this virus. Dustin, uh, for a little context, you just came back from Europe. Uh, you are what in day five, six? Yeah, five, I believe. Uh, yeah, we were in England and Scotland, and then uh, came back five days ago. So I've just been hanging out at home. Yeah, the huh? walls are the walls are closing in. I mean, so you must be watching so many movies. Not as many as I'd like. If you can he's, just it. Mas- he's just masturbating. and <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing that until I get worn out, and then, uh, then we'll start in on the movies. Yeah. Right. That's that's the order? <laughs> yeah. You got to, you know, you got to get it out of your system, and then yeah, you, you got can your focus, on, uh, focus on the films. Right. Yeah, but we're all we're all apart, and uh, I don't think this is the way we wanted to do this. Uh, I think there was questions about whether or not we would do this. I'll be honest; I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of wanting to do this. I I find it I kind of felt like it's all bullshit. We're all gonna die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> recording point, right? Hey, we're providing a public service. Putting free funny, podcasts out into the world you know, so that really, people can listen thing, to it. The funny thing about it is my wife, Diana, uh, as you know her, um, <laughs> was like, if one person enjoys this, it's worth you, it. should, you should probably do it. Yeah, which we know at least one person enjoys this. <laughs> that one guy in Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably call him out. Alberta no, guy? A, I think there's a guy Alberta in the state, guy. too. Just the two. We got the two. <laughs> yeah, the two. Well, I mean, really, it's the only two people that talk to us on Instagram, I guess. Oh, no, I, I'm sure there's an, more. No, than there's, that, but... there's others. There's others. <sighs> anyway, Plus, we're we Andy. Have... I mean, Andy listens to every one of these fucking things. Well, this is for you, Andy. And yeah. Wes. Yeah, yeah. Andy, Wes, Jeremy... Fuck. Jeremy, Angela, yeah, you monsters, <laughs> you action heads, <laughs> action action junkies. Uh huh. I should throw a shout out too to um, the High Defamation podcast. Uh, guy I know, Eric Bauer, uh, does a podcast out of Seattle, and he was uh, having a chat with another guy as a YouTube channel last night on Instagram, they were doing like a live chat and they started talking about, uh, about the podcast. Uh, Eric listens to it. So he, he mentioned it and then 
apparently the other guy has heard it as well. So what? Guy, Pat. Yeah. yeah, we're underground. We're underground. Uh, <laughs> oh, scene cred. No doubt. (laughs) You know what, though? I I just want to say, like, uh, before we get into this stupid movie that we're watching that doesn't mean anything, uh, we really appreciate you guys. If if you're out there, if you're listening, we really appreciate it. Um, We're going through some hard times. And we're all making a lot of huge sacrifices. like socially and uh, a lot of us are getting uh, laid off or or you know we're we're taking cutbacks and it's it's really hard and uh i just want to say i just want to say a big thank you to all those people who are hopefully listening to us while they're while they're doing their jobs and i want to move on to this fucking movie that we watched Hey, it sounds no, like I you don't hear, like I it. wanted to hear what you guys have been watching because I assume like it's been weeks since I talked to you. Guys. Oh yeah, we we didn't really we go must into have watched that. piles of shit. We didn't really go into that. James, James, uh, been... how big is the list? <laughs> okay, well, okay, I've watched maybe a little bit more, but I I'm still working. So, um, I watched the really weird AEW show last oh, yeah. week. With no crowd, which was no audience. I heard it was. I heard it was awesome. I mean, some of it was really cool. Some of it was weird. I heard it was like. I heard it was like the absolute best it could possibly be. Yeah, I yeah. Guess I'd say that's true for having no audience. Like Maybe I heard was... they like they set like they set the the tone. They set the limit. Like, like yeah, WWE needs to respond. I don't know what WWE or NXT did or any of that stuff. So, mate, have you watched uh, those, Dustin? Or? I haven't. Uh, I still haven't watched any of that stuff. But I know that WWE has been doing, you know, without crowds as well. So, right. Yeah. So, other than that, I watched. Uh, there was some new episodes of Ugly Delicious that I watched. Uh, that was really interesting. So, um. Yeah, those are quite enjoyable shows. So, I recommend that to anyone. What's Ugly Delicious again? Ugly Delicious is a show with a chef named David David Chen. David Chen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, he's uh Korean and he just kind of goes through like uh there was an episode about fried rice. And it's, right, it's right. I did. Of, I did watch. I did watch. Uh, I think the first season. Uh, I forgot about that. I heard. Yes. The, I heard that the first episode of the season is amazing. It's about kids' food. Oh yeah, about kids' food. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, what's the other? There's another podcast I started listening to called like, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll try to put I'll try to put it in the show notes if I can remember, okay. but uh, the. They were talking about it, and they were raving about about the the new season and how amazing it is, and how like David Chen pretty much like rewrote what is that his name? I want to double check on that that we're getting his name right because David Chen is the guy that hosts the Slash Filmcast. Do a correction if we need to, and if we don't, you can tell me to go fuck myself. Uh, but the new season, yeah, I mean, oh, Chang, David Chang. 
David Chang. Yeah. Okay, so well, it's, it's it's not necessarily so, about. Uh, I apologize. Yeah, sorry if I said it improperly. I, I, I no, no, no worries. No, no. You know what? Fuck Dustin anyway. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were saying it right because David I, Chang. I was like, that's the guy from the slash film cast. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, the show's not necessarily like it is about the food, but it's more about like the politics and the like the racism behind it, or you know stuff like that, which yeah. is interesting. The podcast yeah. I, was, I was talking about was called The Watch, uh, with uh, Chris Ryan and Andrew Greenwald. Um, huge, it's awesome podcast. Check it out. Uh, Andrew, Andy, sorry, Andy Greenwald. He also is, I believe, the showrunner and creator of a show called uh, Briar Patch, which I'm a huge fan of. So, if you have another, that's a new Rosaria Dawson show. Yeah, yeah. But they were talking about it, and they they were raving about it. So, hmm. cool. Yeah. That that's about it. I'm sure there's other random shit that's not worth mentioning. So there's so much. I gotta be honest. Like so much of like what I want to talk to you guys about is just like random shit. Like I just wanted to like just talk about stuff. Just that, life. like, well, just like stuff that we can talk about. <laughs> like there's a lot. Like there's nothing really going on, man, for people. Like, no. you know, it's kind of hard to be like. Let's get let's dive into this movie right now. <laughs> That's what they want to hear, man. No, they don't. Distract them from their woes. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> so I want to distract myself from my woes. Let me tell you this. Write me, give me it, send an email to James if you give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's your email again, James? What's your email? Um I Give think it it's those Act. those sweet Van Damme buns or something. Oh, that's yeah, my yeah, website. Yeah. What's the uh, <laughs> what's the what is the I, I don't even know what our uh, it's action email. action podcast at gmail. There Send an email to action action podcast at gmail dot com. Tell James what yeah. you really think. I mean, tell me to go fuck myself or you we're know, gonna, we're all gonna die. <laughs> No, I don't right. want to hear it. You keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read your letters in the podcast. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we uh, should have that. Uh, what is? I was watching uh, the Dark Side of the Ring, which is the Vice Vice Land uh, show about terrible shit that's happened in wrestling over the years. Oh, okay. yeah. I want to watch that. I haven't, I yeah. haven't had a chance. Season two, the first episode came out a bit early on YouTube. Um, about and it's about Chris Benoit. Uh, so that's a dark one to dig into. Uh, I so love it, Chris Benoit. So this is great, on this he was a great wrestler. This is I on love season them. two. Yeah, season two is just starting up. So uh, I think I talked about season one on on our on our show a while back. But probably I just forget, you know. So yeah, yeah you should watch season one. It's really good. It's really interesting. I know that in this season they're going to do on a one on Dino Bravo, who was a Canadian wrestler who was shot to death by the mob for stealing cigarettes that he was selling or some shit like that. So it should be interesting. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and other than that, I watched uh, a documentary called Slave to the Grind, 
yesterday that's uh, all about grindcore, the uh, sort of subgenre of hardcore and metal. It's really fast, really noisy music. Uh, documentary about that came out. It was pretty well done for fans of that stuff. Sounds tight. I know you'd love it, John. You'd love it. You love I'd Napalm pro- Death. I probably would actually like it. I don't know why you're yeah, you'd probably, you'd probably you'd probably get into it. <laughs> James is the one that wouldn't like it. Yeah, I'd be like boring. James would be like uh... hour and thirty eight minutes. That's at least eight minutes too long. That's definitely eight minutes too long, right off the bat. The fuck am I watching? Um. I'm watching you, the first season. Oh, I thought you meant us. Like, you can see us right now. No, like the show you on Netflix. It's yeah, is the show good? I, I love the book. I'll tell you this. It's too fucking long, man. Like, I, we, we just watched, like, the seventh episode or something like that, and it's like, fuck, man. Wrap this shit the fuck up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care anymore, man. You're a fucking creep. Like, wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. Uh, what else am I watching? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. You're always watching know. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, man. Of course I am. Are you, are you ever not watching it? No, the new season. You guy, you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got drunk and watched a bunch of movies, and then I fell asleep. Like the hunt. Oh yeah, I want I wanted to watch that, but I heard it was pretty bad. I liked it. I thought it was yeah. really fun. Yeah. I was looking cool. forward to it. I was reading uh, some reviews that made me No. Made me doubt my I liked it so far until I got uh, until I fell asleep. You know what I really liked? Uh we haven't talked about this, is I liked uh bum bum bum. What's the thing? Hide and seek. Ready or not? Oh, ready or not. That was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, that movie fucking rules. I love that shit. That yeah. was a lot of fun. That was a that was a really fun. That was a good movie. I told uh, James he should watch that movie. Did you watch it, James? No. Ready or not? Yeah. Fucking guy. You would like a, it, right? I oh, don't James, know. James James would love it. Yeah. You have to like text it to me because you can't just tell it to me. Yeah. James would love it <laughs> because falls out of his brain if you tell him. Yeah. James would love it because because he's, he's a gore whore. One. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but all it's just it's a fun movie. Yeah. Okay. Ready or you not, know what? I'll add it to my list. What I really want to do is like I could just talk about. I want to catch up with you guys because it's been a really long time since we recorded. I think it's been four or five weeks. Yeah, probably at least probably four on four. So let's just get into this movie because if we don't, we're not gonna. We're yeah. Not going to. Let's do it. So James, yeah. roll roll the trailer, or has it already been rolled? Or is that possible? <laughs> uh, I don't think it's been rolled. Roll in quarantine. What I am about to tell you sounds crazy. And you have to listen to me. Your very lives depend on it. Can I help you, sir? What day is it? For you, Judgment Day. You just came in with the fresh recruits. New day, 
people. Destiny call. Haven't you ever been one of these before? Maybe. My safety. How do I turn the safety off of my weapon? Come find me when you wake up. It's a new day, people. Who said you could talk to me? You did. Tomorrow, at the beach, we meet. You do know what's happening to me. We are fighting an organism. They have the power to reset the day. And now so do you. It's a new day, people. How do I control it? You have to die. Every day. I'm not even trained for combat. They know we're coming! They were waiting for us. It's because we've been here before. Where's your helmet? There you wear one. times have we been here? How many times? Punch it! Punch it! For me, it's been an eternity. Hey, Sarge! The new guy! What's his name again? Well, I, so all right, let's get right, let's get right into this movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, live, die, repeat. I think is a better title. You think that's a better title? Yeah, let's live, start die, with repeat. that. Edge of Tomorrow sucks. I think live, die, repeat is probably better. I guess I. I mean, at the time when they changed it, because it came out as Edge of Tomorrow. Then after I think it was going to come out on video, DVD, whatever. Yeah, they changed it to Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. And then people got mad, and so then they changed it back. Why would people get mad? I don't know, because they already knew the movie by another title, I guess. So they thought they were getting screwed (laughs) over? (laughs) Can you imagine? Or else they didn't like the title Live, Die, Repeat. That movie's called a different name. I like that movie. See, I imagine. I imagine they probably did what what I probably would have done, right? Which is like, oh, a Tom Cruise movie. Hey, I'll watch this. And it's like, oh, a Tom Cruise movie. I'll get that one. Wait, this is the same movie I already watched. It's the same fucking movie. I paid for it twice. Uh, God damn it. Fucking uh, liberal elites. (laughs) Liberal elites, yeah. Liberal elites. My fucking hard earned dollars. Into watching a movie twice, yeah, <laughs> bastards. Anyway, maybe so that, maybe that was it. Let's yeah, talk maybe. about our. Let's talk about. Uh, we don't do this that often, but it's a a thing we used to do a lot. What's our history with this movie? I'll talk. I'll go first. I'll say I watched this movie not when it came out in theaters, but when it was available on uh, like rental and stuff like that, and I loved it when it came out. Dustin, yeah. what did you think? Yeah, I saw it in the theater, and uh, yeah, I had a great time watching it. Uh, I haven't watched it since, so no, I was no, glad to no, glad to revisit it. 
James. James. Yeah, I uh, I watched it in theater and and I quite enjoyed it. It came out around the same time as another kind of futuristic Tom Cruise movie, Elysium. No, Elysium was Matt Damon. Uh, Oblivion. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he did a kind of a few sci-fi movies there for a little bit. Did the War of yeah. the Worlds remake. So, so did you like this when it came out, James? Yeah, I liked it when it came out. I thought it was interesting. Cool. All right, Edge of Tomorrow. A soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again, the day restarting every time he dies. Yeah, the Groundhog Day. It's the Groundhog Day, but I gotta say, I love Groundhog Day movies. Yeah, Yeah, they're fun. Usually they're fun. I don't know if that's a genre. Um, I know it's a happy death. Is it happy death day? Happy death day. Yeah. Yeah. That came out like one and two came out in the last couple of years. I, yeah. I really enjoy, I enjoyed both of them. Um, I, I think the first really one was fun. pretty fun. I wasn't as sold on the second one, but the second one was weird. It, it was more of a sci-fi. Yeah. Right. Like the first movie was a slasher. It was a Groundhog Day slasher movie. And then the second one was Groundhog Day. But then he went on a sci-fi. Yeah. Anyway. um, So I I took notes for this movie more like I had no idea what was happening. Right. Like I because I I, honestly I couldn't remember some of the things in the movie. And I do have Mm. problems with a lot of the part. Like (laughs) You can't think about some of it too, too hard. Even even the first time I watched it, I had problems with with it. The first, like with the beginning and the end, because I didn't quite understand what was happening. You know what I mean? So pretty much what you got is you got you got Tom Cruise. um, He's this disciple for uh, a global recruitment. uh, uh, Be the best you can be join the army wherever you yeah. are he's he's a colonel but he's like a he's a he's major a, uh well, i think his name is in the credits says colonel bill cage but uh but whatever his rank is he's uh he's just a spokesman he's like uh just used in like sort of a commercial sense to try to get people on board but he doesn't actually go into the fighting himself normally yeah. but then at the but then in this movie he like for some reason, we find out at the beginning that um, he's been assigned to these British forces, right? Uh, that are fighting this war because the war seems to be taking place mostly in Europe. I think he's fighting aliens. More of a, I think that he gets sucked into a more of a world force. Maybe it's a world force. I got the impression that it was British because uh, Brendan Gleeson is playing like the general guy, and then. Um, all the soldiers that he's first talking to are, are Brits, like the guy that's kicking him when he has his, you know, he has that wake up point and that's the point that he restarts from over and over again. Every time. Yeah, but, he dies. The, the, yeah. but his commanding officer is Bill Paxton. Yeah. Because right. the, I think they're just an American squad that are being, you know, they're yeah. part of these forces. I, or whatever. I think it is some kind of world force, like the allied forces. Right. Yeah. And then Emily um, Blunt's character is British too, right? Isn't she? Yeah. But I, I don't really understand why 
he's making him go to the front lines. Like what? So this you is just a hate huge them, or? I have too. I, I don't yeah. understand what what is. It's happening. like a punishment. What? Like okay, so he's assigned, and I guess he wants him there to try to be like. If they can get some video, then I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this guy who's our spokesperson, he's he's involved." They don't. They, there's no good explanation for that, really. Like it's no, I just... have a, and and that's a huge note I have right here, where it's like, um, so it starts off, alien invasion, uh, worlds in chaos. Tom Cruise is some kind of army spokesperson. Um, then we have meeting. Brendan Gleeson wants Tom Cruise in the war for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't explain why. And then arrest. I assumed, I guess this was just me filling it in, in my brain, but I was like, oh, he must want him there for, like, an opportunity to show, look, like, he's part of the the actual effort as well. And then when he does his spokes shit after, it would be more effective because he, like, you might fight alongside Colonel Bill Cage or whatever in the... In the, you know, if you sign up, I don't know. I was just trying to, like, I guess my brain he's was just trying major. to figure he's out some major. reason why they would want him there. So I just looked him up. He's a major. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, so fuck you, Dustin. You're, <laughs> you're, a, you're a cuck, and everyone knows yeah. it. <laughs> On Google, it says Colonel Tom, or whatever, Bill Cage. Anyway. Yeah, well, you know what? You're su- you suck at Googling. Because right now it says William Cage, and it says... William Cage. Uh, title, oh, that's new. Title: William Bill Cage, gender male, hair black, nationality American, status. <laughs> Is this like a GI Joe profile? <laughs> status: alive, affiliation: Un- United Defense Force. Cool. <laughs> Organization rank: major. Huh. Okay, we'll see. And He's a major. Lick my ball. Um, <laughs> that is a weird. Uh, profile you're reading. It sounds really official. Um, yeah. So well, yeah. So I, there's no real reason that. to send him there. It doesn't really make any sense. Like he's not going to be able to help with the effort. I don't, I, I don't understand. Like, and that's that's where this movie falls apart. Like I I love this movie. I gotta say, like I love this movie. Um, it's a fun movie, but you gotta except, just accept some some things, right? Yeah. This movie is awesome, except for. Everything that's peripheral peripheral to the actual story. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some stuff in the story that doesn't make a whole lot of sense either, but we can get to that. Can um, we? Yeah. Let's start. <laughs> we can. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, just the whole explanation of the time restarting is you kind of just got to like go with it and be like, okay, he's absorbed this alien blood. But somehow, like, and you know, when he's when he's talking to Emily Blunt and that scientist character, yeah. who know shit about it, they're they're just like, oh well, the aliens have the the ability to control time. Oh, okay. I think that I think, that this is, I think they do something what? really smart. I think they do something really smart in in this though, where they they don't allow a lot of questions to be asked. They just kind of yeah. like put it out there. They just keep steamrolling just ahead. Yeah. Like they set it up at the very beginning that the aliens somehow seem to know exactly what everyone's going to do before they do it. Right, right. Like they knew the attack was coming on the beach. Yeah. And they kind of just like set that, that whole thing up. 
And then now you've got this whole other thing. They never delve too deep. And I think that's what's really fun about these kind of movies. Like, that's why these movies are winners. Like, that's why they succeed. Uh, but, I don't, but I don't want to get is, is, in this. But. Well, my thing is, like, okay, so Tom Cruise kills or one of the creatures, I, I don't know, I forget what it's called, but gets the blood on him, right? Uh, he gets and, the blood, in, yeah, in him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then now, so now the aliens don't control time. Tom Cruise controls time. I think what's supposed to happen in that sense is is that I'm just guessing here, and I like. I mean, that's, that is one of his Scientology vague. powers, right? They yeah they <laughs> they leave this they leave this really really vague. And Wait, I is think this that a documentary it, or? Yeah, this is a documentary. Well, Scientology. <laughs> you, Lord Zenu gives him the power to oh, control okay. time. This makes way more sense now. It's starting to. <laughs> John, sorry, you were trying to say something. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of curious how many times, I wish they had just thrown it in there, how many times he actually died. Yeah, there should be like there should have been like a counter because it was a fucking lot. But I think that's yeah. that's kind of fun too though. Like I read a thing that said he dies over three hundred times. It's got to be more yeah. than that. Well, it's well, it's got to be more. It's it's closer to three thousand, I think. Yeah, I would have put it in the thousands. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing with with uh, uh, Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Right. In order to perfect things the way that he does to the level that he does. Yeah. He would have had to have done it so many times. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, I I really love like I I love Groundhog Day, for lack of a better term, movies when they're done right. Yeah, like they're just there, like, they're so much fun. Well, it's just a fun concept to play with, right? So even though some of these things, if you scrutinize them, you know. They don't make a whole shitload of sense, but you're having fun, so you don't really give a fuck, right? Like you just, yeah, whatever. Let's just enjoy this for what it is. Like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun. I mean, yeah. all the all the things he learns about, you know, all the crewmen, and then he, all the times where he messes up and accidentally kills himself. Yeah, you know, it's so all. Yeah, it kind of starts off with like so you got like you know the introduction with like that like uh, uh, they do a good job like uh, with Doug Doug Lyman is that yeah right? Doug Lyman yeah he does a great job with like this like kind of like uh, I don't know what you want to call it um, times of trouble channel flipping montage at the beginning where it's like. We're now talking to Bloop, and they could click the channel. You know, like the channel keeps changing, right? So you're you're trying you're you're kind of getting this like understanding of what's happening everywhere around the world. Um, and all of a sudden, like uh, Tom Cruise shows up. He's doing his thing. He's on the TV. What what <clears throat> what bugs me about this whole Tom Cruise thing is is that uh, he goes and he has a meeting with Brendan Gleeson. Who mm. right, is Brendan fucking Gleason, right? <laughs> so 
It's automatically a great movie. It's automatically gets an extra one point because Brendan Gleeson's in it. Um, but no one remembers who he was, like Tom Cruise was, after he gets his mind erased. Or, sorry, or not a mind erased, but like he gets like put into like basic training. No one remembers who he was. What do you mean? Like the the other people in the, his squad don't recognize him or whatever. Well, no, Is that no one no one recognizes him. He was the voice of. Yeah, I guess it would depend on if you. Voice, he was the voice. If you're of already a soldier, do you watch that shit though? No, but you know who it is. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's I, you all think politics. at least some of them would be aware of who he was. It's all politics. Like, every people well, know who he is. And this is also, he's American, so he would have been in America, I would think. And they're over in Europe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd think at least some of them would know who he was. And that kind of bugged me a little bit. And the, what yeah. what happens is like I, I I love these movies. I love this movie. I really do. Like I I love this movie, and we'll we'll see that when it comes to my final ratings. But I do have problems when it comes to the way that they treat the characters and the way that they like just pretend like Tom Cruise just wouldn't be like no one would know who he was. Like why? It, it also, why? I mean, he why, is only like, dealing with a small squad of people, like for the most part, right? But like, no, but he's on TV. He's on yeah. TV every day. But the he's people, I mean, the people he's day. being ex- right. No, but he's imagine, on TV every day in America. Imagine, like James no, 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 no. But imagine if if a person was on TV every day recruiting, because he even says, "I recruited like how many people?" Like he's mm-hmm. the face of the army. Yeah, well, it's that that thing, right, where they've set it up in a way where it seems like he should be at least somewhat famous and renowned. And the, but the then second, the people in the in his squad don't know but who, the second, who the fuck well, he is. The second question to that is why? Why put him on the front lines? Yeah, well, that's what we were talking about. Like, it doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Unless, and the other thing I was thinking was maybe. Um, Brandon Gleason knows what a fucking huge battle this is about to be, and he needs like every person who is technically in the army or whatever the fuck they are. He to, just needs bodies to go. Needs bodies. You got to throw those bodies. Some no. of them got to be human shield fodder. <laughs> no, no, because he's got because he's got like twenty people who take him out of there. You know what I mean? Take him out of there. What do you mean? Okay. You mean the military police? Yeah. There's 20 yeah. people that, who like have to be covered, like who have to know what happened to him to put him out into the front lines. Like, right. there's no, like, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so he's he's on the front lines. I think we can get yeah. to that point. We we can jump to that because yeah, like we we've. Establish that it doesn't really. I know. I, I'm, I'm, really I don't want to. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to hold up on that. I'm saying it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I agree. when he gets to the front lines, I. Okay, so I love watching this movie. I and I watched this movie uh, today, from a point of like, I had no idea what was going on. Like I knew obviously that what, what was going to happen, but okay, so I'm watching this like I I'd never watch anything. 
And it's so much fun watching it from that standpoint. Oh yeah. Like you, if you don't know that Tom Cruise is going to die and come back, like right. it's, 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 it's awesome. It's so much fun. Like he goes through this whole thing. Like you're kind of dropped into this, like, par- like this world. Tom Cruise is like, he's like scooped up. He's going to go off. Boom. He's in the army. He dies. He comes back. Yeah. Well, and like, like we get all this stuff of like, okay, he doesn't know how to use the equipment. He's like, he's this idiot who's never fired a gun or whatever. He doesn't know how to turn the safety off. And like the other guys in the crew or the squad are all like busting his balls and making fun of him and stuff. Cause he's going to get killed right away, which he does. Right. Well, it is kind of fun. It is kind of he, fun that he, uh, you you see it the the first couple of times that he dies that he you're like confused along with him. You're trying to be like like he's trying to figure out like what the hell's going on. He's trying to warn everyone, and then it happens again, and then it happens again, and it happens again, and I think finally he just kind of moves on and then figures out other things. I guess or like. It's just interesting progression. Yeah. Because you see him... No, go ahead, Dustin. I was just going to say, you see see him at first, like, he knows that that one fat guy that likes to go commando in his mech suit is going to get crushed by the plane right away. And so then he tries to save him a few times and, like, has to figure out how to do that. But then later on, once he's done this so many times, like... He's at a point where certain things he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like <laughs> he just lets that like I get squashed because he's yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, and that's that's pretty interesting. Like, so it starts off with like basic training, which I think is really fun. Like Bill Paxton is just Bill Paxton. Like I love, <laughs> yeah, man, I love Bill Paxton. Like I have a note later on where Bill Paxton is uh, to me, Timothy Oliphant is Bill Paxton, like. Like he's the replacement. Oh really? Like, oh yeah. yeah. Think about it. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I've seen a connection I, there. I, I I I think you'll get there eventually. Um. But uh, I love this first battle. I think this first battle is. I think this first battle is, is so amazing. Like it has. Well, so it's many- not just the first battle. It's sort of like the first whole bunch of battles because we keep seeing it over and over again, right? Like, it's and we true, we see but- different parts of it and. Yeah, but it's true. But like this first time that like, imagine not watching a trailer, just like watching this movie, right? Like you're he uh, he's dropped into this. It, it it's like it's so D Day. It's like uh like it almost feels like the yeah. It's like Beach of Normandy except futuristic with fucking exactly with Mexo Squad suits or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a great introduction to the to to the war, right? Um, uh, everything looks and it, it all looks great. Like yeah, it looks really good. It's 2014. This movie, I believe, came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't sound like that long ago, but six years ago is a huge time frame. Like yeah, for, for CG, that, I, for CG stuff. I felt like it came out. Wow, like before 2010. Yeah. But even if it did, it still looks great. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just, yeah, I CG stuff like we've talked about can can get tedious, and it, I think 
this movie looks pretty good for for the most part. Yeah, and at this point, I think we're only like twenty something minutes into the movie, and it looks really cool. And we get this awesome death scene, like where his face gets melted. Yeah, with the and blood, looks, the alien it blood. It looks, it that looks so fucking good. Looks so cool. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, like, he has he's also seen. Um, Emily Blunt's character when they when he gets there he sees her you know she's got that giant fucking sword and she starts slaying those things oh yeah 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 um and so he sees her get killed too that first time so then the next time he saves her by like knocking her out of the way and then she just like leaves him there and steals his battery thing so she can use it and like then he dies again like (laughs) she just leaves him there to get killed I thought that was pretty funny so I actually made a note of this. Um, the full metal bitch, they call her. <laughs> well, I didn't call her that. Uh, yeah, that's, you did. You told not, me before yeah. we started recording. Yeah. That's yeah, not it PC. suits her. Um, yeah, it does. So, yeah, she's a badass. What What I like about Emily Blunt is she is like a, a 2000s version, I, I think, of uh, Linda Hamilton. Like she's a badass, in for sure. All in all of the movies she's in, she's like uncompromising. She's I don't know. She's I think she's she's great. Like I love her as an actress, and I love how she just kind of like seems to own exactly who she is. Yeah, I definitely get a, a Linda Hamilton vibe in this movie because she's like you know she's very pragmatic and just like just matter of fact, like later once he's got her on board with what's happening, um, we learned that this same thing had happened to her previously, but then she lost this ability to restart the, the days. Um, and then, so when they're trying to do stuff later and he like, she's training him and he's getting better and better a little, little bit by bit fighting these robots and shit. Um, then, but every time he gets wounded, like there's, he breaks his leg or, he gets his back broken one time. Yeah. And then she just walks up and like shoots him in the head every time, so that it'll yeah, reboot. And, and right? he's like, "No, no, no, I'm okay." Smidge can imagine just getting shot in the head over and over. And so over. <laughs> I wonder, like, does he feel anything then? Well, I think that's kind of a question. I think that's an existential question about like what you feel with death. Right. Uh, Do you know. feel the bullet entering your brain before you die? And this movie does this movie does actually a really good job of not dealing with that, which I think yeah. is a smart is a smart you don't thing get to bogged do. down in that. Yeah, yeah. You, what what this movie wants to do is it wants to just be like, uh, people live, people die, let's go. Like, it's yeah. all about it's about speed, efficiency, and just like getting the story. Like through, like it's a really, it's like really playing, um, story. It's like playing Super Mario Brothers, like the old one, the first one for Nintendo, and it's so fucking hard, and you keep dying over and over. But you learn bit by bit, like okay, this is what I have to do when I get to this point. Well, and apparently that's, that, doing, right? that's where he got the idea for this movie. Oh, well, okay, playing well, a video game. It's incredibly, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna Makes say sense. that's a really fair way of looking at it, like. I don't know. I I really like this movie. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked so I like the first death. 
I liked all the deaths that came after. I like how they like, kept repeating, like Dustin said. Um, uh, you have the deaths in the battlefield, but then you also have these deaths where he's trying to, uh, at, at the beginning, he's trying to just get away from his 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 group uh, yeah. while basic training. Uh, he gets run over. Uh, yeah. like there's, there's these there's these funny parts, right? And then even later on, there's these callbacks to that, like 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 um, he he figures out how to roll under the car at like 25 minutes ish, right? Um, at like uh, like an hour and 10 minutes, there's like a callback to that where Bill Paxton is like, "You don't know how he got away," like right. you these extra push-ups, right? Like, um, this movie is no, by no means perfect in the way that it it uses the team. Um, I think it could have done a better job of that, but I, I do like how they, like, uh, brought everyone together where Tom Cruise comes in. He knows, like, everyone's history and, like, where they right. came Right, later from. on when he needs them all, he... yeah. He's learned everything about all of them, so he can convince them that what he's saying is true, right? And that stuff is really fun, right? Um, This is, like, not part of the action of the movie, but the action of the movie, I think, speaks for itself. Uh, It's it's gritty and awesome and incredibly stylized, and I loved all of it. Like, I love when they're fighting with, like, all the, the aliens, the, the squiddy, the squiddies. Yeah, they look a I lot think... like the the squid things in the the Matrix movies, right? That those little things with the arms oh, that come yeah. attached to the ships and try to right to break in. Yeah, we did the Matrix not that long ago, John. Jesus, come on, John. <laughs> is, that the fir- is that in the first Matrix movie? Yeah, they're in the first movie. There's, there's, they look like almost exactly like these things. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I liked it. I really like I, that. But I there's also the, like a, a Starship Troopers feeling to, that's, to all this. There's definitely a Starship Troopers feeling to it, which obviously I love. I love that movie. Um, but it, it's, I don't know. There's something that's just so much more, not wholesome, that's the wrong word, angered with this movie where because like you like kind of get a sense of like the way that uh, Tom Cruise's character like understands everybody and like gets to know everyone and gets to know what's going on where like you feel like you're you, you start to be actually feel like you're a part of it you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah you and get you're getting swept uh, along with you totally get swept along with it, it. and w- I think what the movie does is it does a great job of like doing that quickly even though this movie's like almost two hours long, I think it actually does everything in a pretty like deft like tone of like moving yeah. things. There's not a lot of downtime. I will say that, you know, usually I'm the one who uh and I didn't get bored when I was watching it, but I did feel like, oh, two hours is feeling long to me on this particular watch. Um, which it normally doesn't usually for me, but um, but that wasn't because it was boring. I, it was just one of those things where I was antsy for whatever reason. But maybe because I've been stuck in my house for five days. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't think boring. there's a lot of like I don't think there's a lot of like downtime where you're like, oh come on, like get to the next 
thing, right? Like there always there's always something new happening. I think and by could... new I mean the same thing over and over again, <laughs> but in a new way. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they could have tightened up the last hour of the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. They tried to they tried to make the relationship between them like they mm-hmm. they were trying to make that more of a thing. I think like I would have loved if they romantically left, if they left it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I think. I mean, there is something interesting there in this idea that Tom Cruise, his character falls in love with Emily Blunt's character because he is really getting to know her and he's spending an incredible amount of time with her. But for her, it's just one day, right? Like she only knows him for one day. (laughs) But the weird thing is, is she did the same thing to some other guy. Yeah, yeah. But yet she's, she's kind of surprised by... Well, Almost it would be like you, it'd be very different to be on the other end of it, right? Um, he, she, yeah, she would know it. So she knows what it's like to be the one who is getting to know the person because she's repeating the same day over and over. Right. But, uh, but it would feel very different, like if somebody else was the one who was attracted yeah, I know. to you, and you only knew them for a day. But she's she's pretty intelligent, and she can pick up on things pretty quickly. I mean, you would think she she would think of that at some point like okay they've done it a few times he explains they've done it a few times and he gives these hints yeah. like oh you told me this or you told me that that i think she knows like i think she suspects that he's getting into her but at the same time she's saying like i'm not interested or basically more to the point is that more to the point is we don't have time for this because yeah we have to get this shit done now and we don't have time to fucking bone or whatever. <laughs> like, cause there, yeah, even one part he wants to like, he's like, maybe I can pass this on this ability on to you. Like sex. Yeah. Like, trans- I, ha- I hate <laughs> that. That was kind of dumb. That part. <laughs> like, well, what, it's kind of funny. I think what I loved about this for bros, one of the reasons I love, she shuts it down right away though. She's like, Oh, sexually you mean like, she's not like, she's pretending like, yeah, no. tried that. She and then says. she's yeah, tried that. Moving on. Yeah, and to be honest, like the, the kind. So like, I I like this movie because, well, for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons, as far as the characters are concerned, is because uh, I like it's defined. There's there's no sexual tension between the two main characters. Like it's just a straight up action movie to me, where they're both equally. In control. You don't think they were they were trying to have sexual attention there? Yeah, no. it it really slowed down in the last like hour. They're definitely they were trying, trying to. Have, yeah, I thought, the... I thought I I liked everything except for that. Like I thought oh, that, sorry, I that, thought you were saying. Yeah. I thought that brought it like that. Yeah, I thought before that when they were talking about how like when Tom Cruise, what was his name, Rogers or Bill Cage, Chase or whatever the fuck. That's it. Like I, I wish they would have treated Emily Blunt like just the guy. <laughs> it would have been better. Well, in some ways they did. It's just that they have him falling in love. And yeah, I see your point. Like I think maybe the movie would be better if they left that stuff all altogether. But at the same time, I think it is always better when there's no romance. Almost always true. I think. 
what is interesting about it is the idea that it would make sense for him to sort of become interested in her. Uh, and I, but I think it would make a lot more sense if she wasn't remotely interested in him. Whereas I they try to, they try to make it like, oh, okay, by the end she's kind of into him too, even though for her yeah. it's still only one fucking day. I agree with Dustin. I think there's a they could have played. There's a way for to write that. I'm not saying I could do it. I'm saying there's a way to write that though. Yeah, like, it's maybe it's maybe not the movie to explore that. It's maybe maybe you take a Groundhog Day movie. And you can explore something like that in a different movie. This, this, this probably isn't the movie to try to get into all of that. Yeah. Well, so there's there's one thing at the end, okay, where, okay, at the end, like, he figures out, okay, what they've been working towards has actually, it's, it's a trap, right? And then, so then they figure out where... Uh, They're trying to get to the... I don't know, brain or whatever. Yeah, the giant alien thing. Um, so at the end, he dies. Okay, and then he g- gets the blood all over him, and then he wakes uh-huh. up again. Yeah. But he wakes up at the beginning of the day or something. I don't know. Before yeah, all this earlier, other stuff. earlier, yeah, yeah. Okay, so does that mean? he can just keep dying and waking up the same spot then i guess no no answer no they don't they don't give you anything no well they, what, i mean they going, is, going off the logic is, of the movie of what's happened then he i can, agree you can hear us what they do is is they they actually completely fuck the audience where they they give them no clue as to what the rules are as far as I'm concerned, like well, they, 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 they just kind of are like, and now this happened. Boop. Actually, actually, I think you're wrong, though. They, they actually lay out those rules pretty clearly. It's you get the blood or you you get the blood inside you or on you or whatever. And then you control time and you die and you wake up. If you get a blood transfusion, you lose it. Okay. Yeah, I think you also lose it at over a certain amount of time because Emily Blunt lost it after a certain amount of time had passed. No, right? she had a no, she had a blood transfusion. She had a yeah. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. So they okay. kind of make it. Oh, so he could have it indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's so much fucking an audience over as it is was their hope to make a sequel. No, because they, they are making right, it. Though. They are planning on making a sequel. But James so, is right. So they, they yes, I'm not I'm not disputing that. I'm saying they maybe he still needs that ability because there's another fucking movie. Well, yeah, Tom Cruise what? is the perfect person to do it because if they do it like 20 years from now, he'll still look. He'll good. still look the same. My question yeah. is, but 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 to, as to James's comment, like where are they in time? They are like, before the war, the big battle, like the day before the yeah. big battle. So what's he gonna? Is, does he have to go fight the final battle again? Like, no, no, he doesn't done. have to fight that again. We're gonna. I'm assuming that in the sequel, something else is gonna happen. They're gonna send have, more aliens, or they have some other ones hiding somewhere else on the planet, or whatever. Doesn't he still have to kill the thing? No, that's no. done. He killed it with the grenades. The belt full but, of grenades. But then he went back in time. Yeah, he went back in time, but like it killed it. 
when he did it. And so when, when he resets, that thing doesn't exist anymore or whatever. And then it says, like, uh, Brendan Gleeson is like, oh, all the enemy forces are just, like, falling apart or melting or whatever the fuck he says. This, like is, this is why time travel movies have to have rules. <laughs> and this movie doesn't have rules. It has some, but it doesn't have, have enough to get a, a totally concrete picture of, of how things are working. But that's the all these movies, whether it's Terminator or whatever... They ha- they have these holes so that they can work through them, right? <laughs> so you can <laughs> so you can do the things you want, right? Um, uh, but we didn't what? talk about you're... any we didn't talk about any specific action scenes sequences or anything. Did you guys have favorite action scenes? Oh, Dustin, doing my job. <laughs> I love I love the first action sequence. I, the I, I think, teach stuff. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think when they yeah. get dropped, uh, when when Tom Cruise gets dropped on that beach, that the D Day scene, I think it's it's all it's perfect. Like it's pretty awesome. They do, a, they do a perfect job of just like representing what's supposed to be happening, um, where what the character is going through, but they also do a great job of like uh, telling the audience like what's happening in the sense of like. This is this is D Day. Like you're you're it, it's happening on the on the the beaches of France. Like it's there's a reason all these things are going on. You know what I mean? Like it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I think they do. A, he does a great job uh, in that scene. Yeah, well, I think this movie even came out on like the anniversary of the 70th anniversary of D-Day or something. Oh, is that true? I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Hey, hashtag never forget. Hmm. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag I accidentally forgot. Hashtag beaches. <laughs> beaches with Ben Midler? That's <laughs> it. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what you can't see is I'm trying to show the fact that no one gives a fuck about things anymore. So... We do stuff like make movies based on incredibly important <laughs> events. And but this time they're fighting aliens. It's it's like uh, Normandy Part Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hash, hashtag remember. <laughs> James, did you uh, have a favorite action thing in this? Uh, I would say I would say the um, the beach, all the beach scene stuff. Just how it keeps yeah. getting replayed and all the action. I, yeah. I thought it was very well done. Even all the stuff going on in the background. Is, yeah, is yeah. There's a lot of detail. Yeah. 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 I think he. I think he, Doug Lyman does a, an amazing job of that. Like, I, I really do think that that beaching is is amazing. Um, he's a, he's kind of an underrated director, I think. He's so underrated. Um, like he hasn't I, done a ton of movies, but uh, swingers, swingers go. <laughs> Uh, we did born. We did I the love, born identity. I love go. Um, I I think that Mr. and Mrs. Under, Smith. I love that movie too. Actually, <laughs> um, what's underrated, I think, is the mech suits in this movie. Yeah, uh, they're pretty cool. They look yeah. fucking awesome. Like, yeah, they do. They look fucking cool. And it that might not seem like a big deal, but. Everything looks like shit nowadays. You know what I mean? <laughs> like everything, uh, everything 
does look like shit. Yeah, and I mean, whoever did the effects uh, did a good job. Ago. Sure. Yeah, six years ago, this movie came out, and it looks fucking cool. Yeah, and it's not just a matter of like the effects being well done, which they are, but like aesthetically speaking, I really like the way that they made everything look. Like the color saturation, like, you know, we're talking about the oh, beach yeah. scene, the way that I, shit looks, like, um, but also, you know, yeah, how the, the design of these things, like, just how they look is really cool. So, my notes. Really- yeah, my oh, notes for uh, for first battle, like I have a note, right? First battle underneath that I said, uh, pretty great D Day, um, great introduction to quote unquote war. Uh, I said everything looks cool. I said twenty minutes in and action is crazy and no idea what's going on. Cool <laughs> face, mel- and then I said cool face melting death scene. <laughs> Like, that was pretty good. It was like that's an like, they did an amazing job, I think, of getting you into this movie. Like, yeah, I think so. And I, I, I wish I watched this movie. This is the second time I've watched it, but like, I wish I'd watched like to watch this movie with having no idea what's going on would have been amazing. Would have been crazy yeah. at that point. Be a fun movie to show to someone who doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene. I'm gonna go with a different one just to change it up. Uh, even though I do think the beach stuff is amazing. Uh, I actually like some of the stuff towards the end when they are in that craft going across the water, and Emily Blunt is driving the thing, and he's using the machine guns on the side to like take out all the little robot guys or aliens oh, yeah. or whatever. Hanging out. And the- then. Aircraft. Yeah, and then when and then the part where she's like gonna crash into the Louvre, and he's like hanging on and is like skipping off the water, and then you know he does like the roll through the glass way down this ramp, and then like gets up, and then right away something falls, and they like go through the floor, and they land on the hood like the roof of a car, and then roll. I have to roll off that because it's just it was just a well done sequence. I thought like uh, a bunch of little quick action beats in a row like. Uh, I thought that was all really fun and exciting at that point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the swimming stuff, eh, I'm a little less enthused about the yeah the swimming part, but when he's gonna dive dive down and drop the bomb. I will say, but before James gives his final thoughts, uh, I did like the point. Like I think it's like midway through the movie where uh, maybe it's the maybe just the beginning when. Uh, he's good. Tom Cruise is gonna die, and he's like, when he says, Holy fuck, yeah, like yeah. I just I love that. Like, that cut I think is so perfect. And, like, just yeah, that's the one where she takes his battery and leaves him there, and then that thing comes out of the dirt, and he's like, Holy fuck, and then <laughs> yeah, I love that. I don't know, I, I think they did such a, a great job with this film. I wish it was rated R, I wish that they went for it. Yeah, it would be better if it was R, no doubt. Always James directed it, personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, mean, so I much, think it... There would have been so much cum. <laughs> oh, <definitely. laughs> wow. Heavy, heavy on the alien cum, by the way. Oh, my God, so um, much cum. Which I assume is blue, right? Well, of course. It's got to be. <laughs> I like the um, idea that 
that the alien come is see-through. It's, it's, you, you don't see it coming. It's just, it's just uh, in your face, Dustin. Oh, well. So, yeah, uh, I see that Doug Lyman is supposed to direct, I think, um, Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. And Repeat. The name of, that's the name of the sequel. At we least, didn't even uh, talk about how stupid the name of this fucking movie is, did we? Well, I did a little bit at the beginning, yeah. I, I don't know if, I mean... I don't know. I don't think either title is great because "Live Die Repeat" is just kind of dumb. Live Die Repeat just so is straightforward. It's Live, I think better. it's I simple. I, think I like it's simple. Edge, of, Edge of Tomorrow makes sense to me in a in a way because you, he's never getting there, right? Like he's he's repeating right. the day. Yeah. I like I like "Live Die Repeat." James? Fair enough. Yeah, I would I would say "Live Die Repeat" is better than "Edge of Tomorrow," but. It's less generic. Like it's you know what movie you're talking about if you say. Hey, Jay, hey Dustin, yeah. what's mm. like being a cuck? <laughs> that reminds me. I got a picture for you. I took when I was in England. Of a t- there's a sign. There's a, a sign for a town. Uh, it's like the next town over, and it says uh, Cuckfield. Is the t- name of the town. All right, let's rate this. <laughs> let's rate this movie so we can get home to our families. Oh yeah. It's gonna be a long, so, long ways to get home. Yeah, I gave this movie uh, my reaction is an eight, and overall it's an eight. I really enjoyed this film. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this movie's really fun. It's, it's super fun. I think Tom Cruise is amazing. Uh, yeah, eight. I like his character arc too, right? Because he starts out as kind of a shithead. Yeah, and a pussy and a wimp or whatever you you know like he's a coward, and then yeah. by the end of it he's like a complete badass because he has to go through so much stuff, right? I think that's yeah. something that's actually really fun in that is like I want an explanation, but it it's kind of like a seventies eighties movie in the sense that like why is he doing this? There's no explanation for why he's doing it. <laughs> Like he's just it's a video game yeah. that he has to beat. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Dustin. Uh, I give this sevens across the board, all the way across. So it's a seven for me. Yeah. Um, for me, the only thing that stopped it from being sevens across the board was pacing, which I gave a six. So. Just a what? <laughs> reaction seven overall six point eight. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's so a very I, solid fun movie. I believe this movie is tied at seven point three with uh, twenty seven Predator, twenty eight Drunken Master two, twenty nine Commando, and tw- and thirty Ongback. Hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a lot. Um. I think I would have to put it behind all of them, even though I really do like Edge of Tomorrow quite a bit. It's very fun. I think it's really rewatchable. Oh, mm-hmm. I I'd have to give the edge on all of those because Ong Back is the one movie where I'd maybe have a debate, but but I can't like the first time I watched Ong Back, it like blew my mind. So I have to I have to give it an edge. James? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Dustin. Yeah, so it would be, I guess, our new thirty-one. Other, All right. uh, unless you have an opinion on where a compelling argument. 
I don't think I do. So we have a new number 31. Yeah. It's in good company there. Those are a good bunch of movies to be tied with. Yeah. What'd you say? Commando uh, Legend. What was it? Oh, give me a second. Uh, it's Drunken Master uh, 2. Is it 2.3? Oh, shit. It's a Southern Racing 13. Predator, Drunken Master 2, Commando, and Ong Back. Yeah, good bunch of good bunch of flicks there. We've watched a lot of fucking movies, boys. <laughs> yeah, we have. Not nearly enough. <laughs> Definitely not enough. I mean, which makes me ask, James. Hey, well, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> and what is the next movie we're going to watch, James? Well, you know, fitting with, uh, you know, what's going on in our lives right now. It's quarantine. Uh, you know, I think the best movie, which I've never seen, but it sounds like fits what we're going through, is a movie from 1989. Cyborg. <laughs> the Van Damme movie? The Van Damme movie. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, this is one I haven't seen for so long that I don't really remember anything that fucking happens in it. So that's cool. So it's going to be a treat for all of us then. Definitely. See some well, buns? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Anyone who's listening to this, thank you so much. Um, I hope... Uh, everyone's getting through this uh, together uh, we're all separated but you know trying to make it through um, if you have the ability please donate to a local charity that's helping people that are disenfranchised and uh, we'll see you next week Let's go, guys.